two weeks in a row. New Sarah, who dis? You're listening to Learning As You're Living. I'm Sarah, the Idaho wife. If you're new here, welcome. I try my best to bring you new episodes weekly. What day of the week? Who knows? I try to commit to like a Monday or a Wednesday, but here we are doing this Thursday and notice I'm trying. (laughs) I'm a mom who tries to record in between nap time, but sometimes nap time doesn't happen and meltdowns are real. I'm talking about myself, not even the baby or both of us some days. Moms can relate here, right? (laughs) Well, like I said, welcome. Last week I shared my 2020 goals or resolutions and this week I wanted to share a bit more about how I want to change me. I used the word personality last week, and I don't know if that's 100% the correct word or term for this, but it just keeps coming up in my mind, the word personality or how I treat others. I have been out of school for about seven years now, give or take some, and I think this really, I want to give a little background I wasn't always the nicest in high school. I'm sure I hurt people's feelings. I was unkind and stuck up. Someone I know refers to me as the cheerleader in high school because I kind of represented that typical movie persona. I mean, I didn't wear my cheerleading outfit every day to school like in the movies, but I wouldn't disagree that the description I wouldn't disagree with that description either. I guess you could say I was popular. I guess I don't really like that term, but have been told that since being out of high school that I was a popular girl. I just had lots of friends, got got along with everyone. But I just want to say I wasn't I wasn't perfect in high school. I definitely was that rude kind of stuck up cheerleader some days. Um, however, I do believe after high school, I got a reality check and saw who real friends really are. I can say I friended lots of people I never would have talked to in high school and people I even was unkind to in high school. We became friends after high school. Now, this isn't a like walk down memory lane. It's just like backstory. And I want to fast forward now to today. I have realized as an adult, gossip, bullying, singling out never leaves. That phase that I kind of say I was worse in high school, it's, it's never gone. I always thought parents and adults get over that drama stage, and boy, was I wrong. That is so not true. If any of my listeners are younger, let me tell you, the drama doesn't leave unless you leave it. If you're listening and thinking, oh my god, yes, I thought this was only in my family, my friends, my workplace, my town, wherever it is in your life, no, you are not alone. I have moved and I have changed workplaces and it follows me and family. Everything around me, I thought, oh, once I get out of the high school drama-filled life, it'll be over. And... No matter how far you move, it's everywhere, let me tell you. I can vouch for it, like I said, because I moved 700 miles away from my hometown, and I still see it everywhere. Um, Something funny I always hear is like, oh, I want to move to a different city because there's not as many clicks. There's clicks no matter where you live, let me just tell you. Um, I have lived in smaller towns, and so I think they're more 
pronounced in the smaller town because there's less people maybe to choose from, but it's everywhere. One thing I must say is moving that 700 miles away gave me the opportunity to put that mean girl side of by my mean girl side of myself behind me and become someone new. Now I don't want to say you have to move to do this. Just it was nice bonus for me when I moved. I was able to say I'm going to put that behind me and I want to be a new person. And I moved about five and a half years ago now. And yes, this behavior still followed me because I didn't realize I needed to choose not to engage in it. Women around me are still the same. We all have the same insecurities, the same thoughts and fears. Insecurities, I guess, is the best word I can use for that. And I have realized now, 25 years old, that I need to change that part of my personality if I want the change Moving 700 miles away isn't always going to do that for you. And surrounding yourself with certain people is also going to do that for you. Within this last year, or I guess now two years, I've really been aware of how I I need to be that change around me if I want to see a change. Or the only way I'm going to be happy with myself in these situations if I change the way I engage in them versus how... I did before. Um, Being a new mom maybe is why. Maybe thinking about how I want my daughter to see the world and be shown the world as she grows. Maybe it's just I found myself as a, I call myself a part-time mom because I only work part-time during the week. But I'm home a lot more. And I'm not surrounding myself with so many women. I'm not, I don't have family close, so I'm not around them as often. And so I've like kind of set myself back and, and can kind of see the world now from my couch, I guess. But um, And I'm not around all these negativities, not all this gossip, not all this, just the world around me. I'm at home by myself with my baby most of the time. So I think all of these things have really been a huge impact on how I want to see the world going into this new decade. I... Read in my devotional recently about being a sponge. Now, obviously, this is more on the biblical side, but I'm going to kind of, I'll take the biblical out of it for today's purposing because I think this sponge this sponge analogy is perfect for so many ways in your life. So, for instance, it says if you soak a dry sponge in dirty water, it's going to soak up dirty water. If you soak a Dry sponge in clean water is going to soak up that clean water. So what I got out of this is that if you surround yourself with kind, positive, uplifting people, you will soak in that kindness into your personality. But if you surround yourself with negative people who are always tearing each other down, who speak unkindly about themselves or each other, or talks about someone as they walk away, or is just gossiping about the girl next door, That personality is going to soak up into your own, and that's what you're going to be like. You're going to be Sarah the Gossiper or whatnot. And I just love this analogy, and it brought so much insight to me about who I want to be. Now, I don't want to be that nasty sponge in people's lives. I don't want to be that toxic person in their life where they don't want to spend time with me because, oh, here comes Sarah. She's just going to gossip about the next person or complain about this or complain about that. And 
I want to be the healthy sponge. <laughs> and I think of an ana- an example, analogy example. I really don't know the difference of those words, you guys. I should Google it next time before I start using it as much. But I think of an example. If you've seen the movie Mean Girls, so I think this would be more for my younger crowd women, but it's a movie about Lindsay Lohan. She or with Lindsay Lohan, and she's from Africa or grew up in Africa where life's a lot simpler. And she gets moved back to the United States and is thrown into high school with the mean girls and the cliques and all the drama, but they kind of do a twist, make it a funny movie. I don't know. It's just a funny teenage movie, teenage girl movie that a lot of us have seen. However, if you've seen the movie, there's a scene. And it's where the mean girl compliments this girl's skirt. They have a little conversation about it. But as soon as the girl walks away, the mean girl goes, that is the ugliest skirt I've ever seen, and starts talking about it. Like I said, I wasn't nice in high school. This was me. I was that girl. Even outside of high school, that was me. And I don't want to be that person anymore. Can you relate to this situation? Have you ever done anything like this? As soon as someone walks away, you just mumble to another friend, to another person. Oh, I don't like her hair. Oh, I don't like her skirt. I don't like... Did you see what she did last weekend? Oh, my goodness. If you're judging me right now on this, you're doing it. Honestly. Let's let's be honest. You're doing it right now by judging me on... Fessing up to I'm that person who has probably complimented your bracelet and I didn't like it. Even if it wasn't to such an extreme thing, something small. The difference here is that I'm being honest about it and I'm owning up to this bad personality trait. Because I want to change. If you're judging me on this, you're doing it right now, but are you going to try and change that? I want to change it so bad, but I'm so guilty of it. And, you know, they always say owning up to something is kind of like your first step to changing. And, I mean, how many of you have done it by just judging other parents? Whether they give their child juice or soda, if they have a strict schedule or don't have a strict strict schedule, how their kid behaves versus your kid behaves. I've done that. Whether it's with your coworkers for how they dress or look or maybe how they, what they eat for lunch, how they spend their time after work or who they hang out with after work. What do they do? I've done it. We've all done it. I know we have all done it. Maybe it's with your family or friends and how they spend their money, which is a huge thing. It's really no one's business, but I've done it, honestly. Oh, that person's going on another vacation. I've done it. You can see I'm pretty passionate about this topic because I'm realizing how much we all do it. I wouldn't be bringing this podcast to you guys if I thought only I am the one doing this. Sarah, you need to change your personality, which yes, I do need to change it. That is why I'm sharing it with you guys. But it's because I surrounded myself with a lot of amazing women and I look up to so many of them, but I also see that they're doing it. And I think as I've gone older... As I'm 25, I'm looking at maybe even the older women in my life, and I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking how I look at them and think, oh my gosh, I don't want to be that negative when I get that age. I I don't want to be, I just don't want other people to look at me and think, oh, there Sarah is complaining or there she is talking badly about someone because especially now at my age now, I'm realizing who I want to be long term. And I don't even know if I'm getting my my thoughts clear out here, but it's just something that's been on my heart. I want to be that positive influence in the women in my life. I have a lot of younger women in my life that look up to me now. And I have a lot of women who are the same age as me, but I'm a little further in life and they're looking up to me. Maybe I have older women that look up to me too because maybe they think I have my life put together a little more, which I don't, trust me. But maybe you're just looking to me for guidance. And I'm hoping that I can bring this positivity to your guys' lives and everyday everyday self. And maybe you're going to notice it as well. Because how many of us judge people on social media? Social media has opened this window a lot since it became a thing. We, some... I feel bad for like influencers because they get comments because people can hide behind their phones and can get comments bashing them for so many little things. But some of us just do it in our heads. We judge how often that person goes out to drink or goes out on parties and gets to go on trips to Hawaii or just how perfect their life seems with their husbands, their, their schooling, their kids, their families. Or we judge the person who just complains a lot on Facebook. Something I try to do is I'm always trying to put myself in that person's shoes. Um, that person probably gets to go on a trip because someone paid for it. That's what I think when I'm going to I'm going to Vegas in April, and I think so many people are going to say, Sarah complains about being broke all the time. How is she affording this trip? It's getting paid for. I'm getting gifted it, which is amazing, and I'm so blessed to have that opportunity. But someone else might not know that. Someone might think, oh, her life is perfect, but it's because I'm not I'm not sharing my non-perfect parts of my life. I think of, I have a certain friend I can think of right now on who's on Facebook, and they complain a lot. Or they just share the oddest things, like going to McDonald's right now, which is kind of like the old school Facebook, I feel like. It's kind of how it started. But they're still doing that. Or they ask... Hey, does anyone want to hang out with me? Do you want to go do this? And anyone available? Or does anyone want to be my friend? I have a few people on Facebook. And that kind of breaks my heart. And I want to be, oh, I'll be your friend. And maybe this is for a subject for another time. But I'm trying to put myself in those people's shoes. And they're obviously... And I know I know one really good that I know that the person is just going... Through a tough time right now. And maybe sharing it on Facebook is what is keeping them afloat and keeping them going, honestly. And it breaks my heart to say that, but 
just try not to judge that person next time you see them making a sharing something. I know I've heard so many, so many negative things when a person says, hey, can you pray for me? But then they don't really share what they want you to pray for. And I think the old me was one of those judgy people who would say, oh my gosh, why won't they just share with us why they need prayers? Maybe they just need you to pray for them. Like, why do you need to judge? They obviously felt the need to ask you to pray for them. And something so little like that, I think moments like that is what's brought me to this realization that I don't want to be that negative person anymore. To tear that person down for asking for prayer just seems, it's just, whew, I'm getting heated, you guys, because I don't like that and I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that negative sponge in anyone's life. Imagine a world where no one did this. Can you? It's hard because just imagine a world where everyone spoke kindly about everyone. And I mean everyone. Even that person you don't get along with, no matter how hard you try, or that person you've been enemies for years. Or someone who just lives a totally different life than you. Imagine if we all encouraged each other. No matter our different views, religion, politics, lifestyle, whatever it is, just imagine encouraging them. I'm not even going to go off onto politics because, one, I'm not educated enough in that. But just think, even just think about the politics being encouraging and speaking kindly to each other. I can't even imagine this world. But... Let's try and make the world that way. Why can't? Let's just start with us. If it was around us all the time, we'd always be soaking in that clean water, spreading that clean kindness to each other. Yes, the world's not like this, but let's try and change. Let's make this the decade in changing the way. Let's start with women. Speak about each other. Or speak about yourself. How many of you say negative things to yourself in the mirror? And it's not going to be easy, ladies. It's going to be hard. It's going to be real hard. Something I remember learning in summer camp as a teen is we were challenged. If you say one negative thing about a person, you need to say two positive things after. I think I've shared this before. But anyways, it was hard. But I want to bring it back because I think that was such a powerful thing. And I actually wrote out this whole podcast about a week ago. And I kind of challenged myself this weekend before posting this to attempt this. And you guys, it was not easy. No, it was not. No matter who I was talking to, it's around me for the last week. I found myself talking about the girl next door, talking about a coworker, talking about a spouse, talking about a parent, sibling, whoever it was, we were, it's around you. 
And like I said earlier, I'm not saying this because I know I'm the only person. I'm saying this because I know we're all doing it and we're all guilty of it. But some of us are ready to make that change in our life. And so I'm challenging you this year, 2020, to remember the sponge. And if you find yourself saying something negative about someone or even yourself or being caught up in a conversation where you are speaking about someone, just talking about them behind their back, Say two positive things about that situation, that person, whatever it is. And let me tell you, this is going to be scary because I understand, like I said, I've tried this. And so what I tried to do even was if I couldn't say it out loud because I am so shy. I am all talk, you guys, and no bark and or no bite, whatever it is. And um, so try saying them in your head first if you have to. I encourage you to say it out loud, but if you have to, as you're in that conversation, like try and say those in your head. Or I encourage you just to walk away. Walk away and then say those two things in your head because then I think you're still making that impact in your personality first. I want us to gain this confidence in ourselves to speak out to the women around us and show them this kindness sponge and so that we can soak it into them this sponge effect and have everyone around us being confident and sharing those positivities with each other and then uplifting each other. And don't worry, you're not going to be alone with this challenge. I'm going to be struggling with you along throughout this year and the next year and the next year. But let's start small. Let's start this year. Let's start by walking away in those situations and saying something kind in your head. And then as the year goes on, as this, as this year goes on, I want you to try and gain that confidence to say it out loud, like I said, to the other people around you. I want to have the, the goal to that when, as soon as I hear someone say something negative around me, or not even negative, just start talking about someone, I want to picture a sponge in my head. And I want to think, okay, Sarah, Don't be the nasty sponge in your sink (laughs) because I really need to buy a new sponge. But anyways, I don't want to be that nasty sponge. I want to remember clean sponge, two positive comments. And I'm hoping, ladies, we can change the world one thought at a time, one comment at a time, one positive comment at a time. I want to end on that, and I hope you guys will join this challenge with me. I hope I was able to portray what I'm wanting to portray clearly to you guys. And if you're struggling with anything such as this, like this is my personality trait that I'm struggling with, is the gossip circle, the talking talking about someone is gossiping, I guess. Um, the judging circle, please share it with me on social media and I will talk about it and I will try and help you out in those situations. Maybe you don't want me to talk about it. Maybe you just need a girl to talk with. Please shoot me a message over on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Thanks for letting me open open up about my ugly personality side and how I want to make the change this decade. And I hope I didn't scare any of you off, but 
by sharing this ugly side of myself, but I hope you guys all realize none, I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. Even if I try and make my Instagram look perfect, I'm not perfect. Even if I'm trying to show the world that I think I am doing great. I have a rough days too. I have an ugly side. But I'm here this year ready to grow, to learn as I'm living. I'm ready. I'm going to turn 26 soon and I'm ready to make this a year of change. So I hope you're with me. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye, friends.